The Terrible Warriors is possible via the financial support from listeners all around the world by visiting terriblewarriors.com slash Patreon. Today on The Terrible Warriors, longtime PC, first-time GM Tiff Compton sets herself down at the table, not just to GM for the first time on The Terrible Warriors, but to GM for the first time at all. So who does she decide to break her in? Why all the senior GMs on the show, Justin Eacock, Mike the Birdman Dodd, and Derek the Bard, are joined by Bernard Dawson to sing a song, to sing a song of ice and fire, to play a game of thrones, to, well, listen, we don't know what's happening yet. We have to find out what our mission's gonna be. Four mercenaries and a maester walk into the Red Keep. Uh, let Tiff say the rest, because this might be the first time she's ever run a game before. But that's not the first time she's ever been a terrible warrior. Greetings, terrible listeners. It is I, Derek DeBard from Chasing the Muse. And I'm not recording with the Edmonton crew today. Guys, this is really weird. Um, you know, instead, actually, and this is really cool, we're recording online because this is Tiff's first game on Terrible Warriors as a GM. If you guys could see me right now, I'm like dancing in my... I'm excited! Oh, she's so been talking excited. about this for months. <laughs> and joining uh, Tiff at her table today is, well, me and my good fr- personal friends. Uh, it's Justin Eacock here in Toronto uh, calling in from the appropriated studios where we normally record our Toronto games. It is I, Mike the Birdman Dodd from This We Can Geek, calling in from the great city of Guelph from the Birdcage. It is Bernard D. from out in Oshawa, making my second appearance as a terrible warrior. This Woo! is actually one, very cool. This is one of the first like online games we've recorded where everyone actually is in a different city. <laughs> and mm, and Tiff, oh my god, it's true. Like you're uh, you're you're a brave soul. Not only are you doing your first GMing, but you chose the senior GMs on the podcast to be your first PCs. So, yes, <laughs> I did. I think the we haven't been PCs in. I haven't been a PC you guys in forever. Are as knowledgeable, if not more knowledgeable about our than than most. And even though I've been, uh, I've been a PC for most of you guys GMing, it, it's kind of scary. But now I get to try and dick you over. Okay, but you know that yeah. I have never learned a rule of any game I've ever run, right? <laughs> and that gives me hope. I learned this myself. game in 15 minutes last night. Oh, I learned it this afternoon. You guys are insane. I I'm thought like, I was going to learn it today, but exploding. then work up busy. Mind exploding. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I trust you. <laughs> Lead the way, Commander. Okay, well. Do we want to introduce our characters as we we're gonna, yeah, go around let's, the table? Let's, let's go around the table and introduce the characters first. Oh, well, right, we well, uh, mention what game we're first. We need a table order. Did we mention the game? Let's go. Yeah. Well, you know what? In Discord, I got Bernard first. So let's start with Bernard. Okay. Uh, All right. So I am using uh, the archetype right out of the book of the Anointed Knight. Uh, They are an adult warrior, and I am playing a Dornish knight by the name of Anders Dane, Sir Anders Dane. Um, And he is proudly uh, has a shield with the uh, arms of Dane quartered with the uh, ards of the Manwoody family, uh, which is where his uh, mother's from. 
I absolutely love that you use the man woodies. Man woodies. <laughs> All right, Mike, who are you playing? Seven. Okay. So I am playing a daughter from the land of Dorne. I am known as Crin San. I'm a bastard daughter of a forgotten fallen house, and I am out for revenge. I'm a 28-year-old woman, and uh, as I mentioned, I am using... Uh, well, I guess the best way to describe myself would be a disgraced warrior. So I'm using the anointed knight template, but I've made some modifications to it. So think less knight, more Assassin's Creed would be how I would describe uh, my character. And I am a babe. Just Weaponized me. sexuality. I like what it. And I say, but I will be playing this character like I should. Deadly, not going to take any guff, but I'm not afraid to use my womanly wiles when they serve my needs. Nice. And who are you playing, Derek? I am playing uh, Sir Adric Tynes. Um, he is a hedge knight who is a uh, a bannerman of the uh, the joint houses of Dane and Manwoody. Uh, he is the lifelong and boon companion of Andrew's uh, Dane. We were actually trained together when we were quite young, uh, with the idea that I'd be his right hand man. And then maybe, you know, if one day he should get a keep of his own, he'll remember his old friend and I'll get a nice cushy master of arms position. Um, <laughs> so I am a Dornish knight. However, in the style of Dorn, I specialize in a lighter fighting style. So I wear slightly lighter armor. I uh, ride a slightly lighter horse. And I fight with a big-ass spear. Well, actually not a big-ass spear. A Dornish-sized spear. Nice. Uh, preferable to the longsword. Though I'm also a daft hand with a bow. I like it. Anders and Adric. Romance. Adric? Adric, I'm sorry, Adric. Well, I don't know. I was, that Excuse was a question. Me. Is it? Is it Adric? Is it works. Oh, wait. well, it's, if it's Adric, I'm totally. No, fine. we're going with Adric. Adric, Adric sounds, sounds better. Good. Adric and Anders. Okay. Right, and you're, Justin. You're, you're both Adric and Anders Dane? I, I spaced out. No, Adric Tynes and Tynes. Anders Dane. Tynes. Tyne and Tyne again. <laughs> That, that's with a Y? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I spelled it with a Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So did I. Yeah, I ah. don't spell time with a Y. <laughs> Unless it's All a right, spice, Justin. which is obviously spelled with an I. Who are you playing, buddy? I am not playing Adorn. I don't like the heat or the sand or the Dornish sensibilities of always hanging around bath pools. I don't think their wine is really all that great, to be honest. Oh it's a little, too, it's a little too fruity. If I had it is my the greatest pick, wine in all the world. I would pick a good old wine from the reach. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I guess I'm not associated with any house. I certainly like what High Garden has to do. They do their flowers wonderfully. I have, however, spent the last 20 years teaching and learning in Old Town at the Citadel, for I am Maester Kalo. However, you'll have noticed, even at the age of 35, Maester Kalo has yet to have ever been assigned to a house to serve with anyone. No one wants to really spend much time with him, so he has just spent his time in his books and his reach wine, learning and waiting and being ready for one day it will be his turn to begin to write the annals of history. Perhaps. So, so you're just a giant nerd. 
is what I'm getting at. Uh, yeah, I'm a giant nerd who has an impeccable memory, uh, who can speak ancient Valyrian, uh, can convince you that the sky is brown, and uh, has a good uh, education, and might be the only truly literate person in this group. Um, I, uh, I'm also a master of ravens. Uh, I will at all times, of course, be carrying my two ravens around with me and a bag of corn if we ever need to send out any messages. Uh, I am pretty good with a quarterstaff, though, so don't, you know, you know, talk back to your elders. And, uh, and, and, and I always keep a quick dagger on my side, you know, for defensive purposes. And whenever you need to uh, crack open pretty a much. cork on a bottle. Let me show you how to open up a cork if you don't have a corkscrew. Oh, no. I feel like someone's going to teach your crows to say dirty words at some point. Oh, 100 fucking percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just, ravens. Just ravens. I'm sorry. Crows. Ravens. ravens. <clears throat> and <Anyways>. they only <laughs> swear in <laughs> high Valyrian. Yeah. Oh, well, pardon me. Okay. Well, our story begins at the Red Keep. Word has just reached King's Landing that the Targaryen siblings are alive and staying in Pentos. It seems Varys' spiders have been more resourceful of late. The three of you are, excuse me, the four of you, are summoned into the main hall of the Red Keep. Your footsteps echo on the marble no floors. It's empty save for a bald, rotund man on the dais at the end of the hall. As you approach, Varys, the master of whispers, steps down from the dais and stands on level ground with you, hands clasped in front of him. He says... You know why you're here. King Robert has charged me with seeking out the Targaryen threats, and you are the best in your respective fields. Tracking, hunting, assassination, what have you. Varys looks at each of you in turn before pulling out a thin scroll of parchment from his pouch. I'm obviously the what have you part of this equation. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. On each scroll is written a promise for the waiving of all your past crimes, etc. on the completion of this quest as well as a sizable amount of gold dragons. While his majesty would prefer to have those that will call him the usurper brought to him alive, he understands that certain situations arise wherein it is impossible to subdue crazed people. It's a delicate way of saying dead or alive, but preferably alive. There is a ship waiting for you in Blackwater Bay, the Grey Wren. It will take you to Essos, roughly a half a day's trek from where we have ascertained the Targaryens are hiding, to avoid suspicion from the locals. I trust you will use a modicum of discretion. Varys looks to each of you, silent for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. What, Derek? Adric just looks at him, ponders her on. What, uh, What condition do you need them in if they are brought alive? As long as they can speak, that is all I care about. Hmm. You know, because sometimes in these situations you have to break a leg or both legs or arms or both arms or, you know, both arms and legs. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm sure. I, I don't need to know the details. You do uh, not know, want to know how we are making the sausage. Ah, that is fine. Mm-hmm. Kalo is going to protest just meekly um, with, why do you need a master of ravens to cross the narrow sea where a master of ravens becomes a little pointless? Oh, um, Maester Kahlo, I'm... I mean, I'm not sh- like these sh- other three. The Citadel I'm, sent me here, but... I'm sure what you're is aware happening? that most common folk that 
prefer to be called mercenaries, aren't exactly the most literate or knowledgeable people. I think that is part of the reason most of these treks have failed in the past. And he just that you, know, you want to keep an but, eye on. You know, he's he's a good he's a good maester, and he's good at following his orders. And he just kind of nods his head, and as you wish, like I guess he's a he's a ma- he's a member of the um, of the small council. So would it be like my liege to Varus? Would that be the I don't know what my lord? I think my yeah. lord, my lord, or my, lord, yeah, my yeah. lord. He's like, well, yes, my lord. But he's obviously it's on his face. He doesn't have much of a poker face right now, although he does if he wants to. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be a babysitter for a bunch of murderous assassins, but this is apparently. I object to his the term lot. assassin. I, I, I did not say the term assassin. This was on. <laughs> did you read it off As my face? My associate surrenders. <laughs> I have no problem with the title of assassin. It'll get done. Do we have to say that word out loud? Is that really. Okay. You have the look of a sen to me. I do. Well. Not saying much more to that. I'm just gonna look back at Varus and go. It'll get done. We'll come back in usable pieces. <laughs> I am sure you know that you are far from the first I have sent on this task. Prove to me you're worth your salt, and you all shall be rewarded. With that, the master of whispers turns heel and walks gracefully from the great hall, leaving you alone. Two king's guards stand nearby to escort you out. Now you got uh, a couple hours before the ship leaves. Uh, Which king's guard? It, they're just uh, they're, they're two no of the faceless NPCs. bunch of king's guard who yep. aren't worth naming. Exactly. Okay. Give the stink eye to one of the king's guard because <laughs> they're obviously terrible replacements for uh, the the recently deceased uh, numbers like Arthur Dane. And you go looking for alcohol. Other uh, Danes. Adrink <laughs> looks over at Anders and very, vis- very audibly, uh, within range of the King's Guards, are walking away. You know, I think this sword of the morning wore it better. <laughs> it 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 fitted him about the shoulders more, you know. So did Lou and High Tower. So did uh, so did Lou and Martel. So did High Tower. The bull. Mm. The the King's Guard. Russell in their armor uncomfortably and their hands grip their sword hilts but they don't move so you guys have a little time if you need to go anywhere to stock up or go to the street of steel get some stuff sharpened but you can go right to the ship if you want I'm writing a raven to the archmaster begging him for a different assignment (laughs) I would like to know who would I go to in King's Landing if I wanted poisons you wouldn't go anywhere uh, that was publicly known. Yeah, you're heading down to the only the place that you know would have poisons is the Maester of the Red Keep, but you obviously can't get an audience with him. So, yeah, I mean, you could try. Any I mean, I might be able to do that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> because you I know what? And I do have. Justin, uh, if you want to healing, help Kryn, a good poison uh, is also a good ailment for curing poisons too so there's all there's mm-hmm. actually a very legitimate reason to have poisons on you other than poisoning people is absolutely is. okay well uh mike if crin says that out loud 
and Carlo, Caleb. Oh, sorry. I, when, when he's talking, I guess more in role plays, he's going like, "If only I could get to the maesters." <laughs> I laugh oh, yeah, at well him then, and be like, "You would never get an audience with a maester, unlike another fellow maester." And I just kind of like really <laughs> rub it in his nose that you <laughs> will never get to meet up with you know the maester of you know the, of King it's Robert. Cell, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's myself. Yeah, yep. with his big long beard still, um, still he, not dead. Like the great Pycelle wouldn't bitches. waste his time Sorry. with <laughs> with uh, with he dogs being daddy. sent out by the by the by the uh, uh, by the uh, master of whispers. Yes, by the spider. Mm. Yeah. Well, right. I guess I want to do this quiet, but I guess that's maybe not necessarily an option. Oh well, it is what it is. Justin, did you want to give me a roll for knowledge to see if you can find out if you know any other places in King's Landing that might have potions on the down? I, I, or do you not want to help? It's totally I, up to I, you. I, I want to help. help. I'm thinking I can go see Pycelle. I mean, if you want to. I mean, the, 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 I was meant to be insulting, but also kind of offering a little bit of like, you'll never meet Pycelle, <laughs> unlike me, who's so, been assigned to your team as your babysitter. Well, Kalo, if you would be so kind as to perhaps help me out maybe we can do this a little more dare I say humanely he like grabs um, at his maester's chain and just kind of like is like fidgeting with it going like he's better than this but also he's been given this job for a reason so he's gonna go do this and maybe Pycelle can get him out of this job and send him off back to the citadel where he wants to be <laughs> so uh, I'm more than happy to go ahead and do that as okay. A, as a player, excellent. And, and Kayla was more than uh, happy to be reluctant. Did you want to do that now? Yeah. Or let's okay. learn how the rules right. work. So let's have, and he would, um, Kayla would have, um, you know, the ability to do that. A king's guard would just be escorting him to Grandmeister Pycelle's uh, chambers. Uh, while Maester. he's going there, where does everyone else want to go? Hey, Anders, you want to go find a drink? <laughs> if we can find something in here that isn't that bloody damn arbor piss. Fuck the arbor. Let's go see. Uh, well, I guess uh, Kryn's gonna take her gear and uh, look as graceful as she possibly can, walk out of there, and I'm gonna head down to the docks and just kind of sit, think, look pretty in the sea breeze, and... Uh, think how I'm going to potentially cripple and murder a couple of kids. That is just great. I love that. Okay, well, while everyone else is off doing their own thing, uh, I guess we're going to have Kalo uh, walk to Grandmeister Pycelle's uh, Kalo's doing the only legitimately useful thing in this entire group. Adric <laughs> and Anders are just going to get, get, get drunk. drunk. Yep. Yep. So... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. This, so, yeah, I think this is the beginning of a trend that is going to happen in this particular campaign. Uh, <laughs> Adric and Anders get drunk. Maester yep, Kalo yep. doing the only adult thing here on the group before they head off on their likely mission where they are going to be betrayed and killed along the way. Um, he, uh, he, I guess he makes his way towards, does he may have to make an appointment? How does he approach the Grand Maester Pycelle himself? Um, uh, well, the, I mean, honestly, it, the, the King's Guard just kind of says, um, I mean, if you're going to knock, do it. I don't have all day. Okay. All right. Walk uh, up to his door and be like, yo, dog. 
Uh, no, please don't. You're not don't here, thankfully, uh, and I at least am trained a little bit in decorum. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Master Kalo. Uh, he, uh, uh, sure enough, that's what he does. He he, he knocks on the door. Then after the uh, Kingsguard kind of like you know go knock on the door. I gotta go take a shit, um, and. Uh, I mean, he knocks on the door. I mean, ultimately, okay. he wants to introduce himself to Pycel, explain that they're going on. Um, they're having to head across the sea for uh, 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 you know business of the king, and uh, he wants to make sure that the people in his charge are are looked after, and wants to be able to stock up with uh, you know if there's milk of the poppy and and other kinds of uh, uh, stuff for. Um, uh, looking after their health and and otherwise, uh, should they uh, come into dangers, because who knows what's going to wait for them on the other side. He wants to make sure that they're prepared, um, mm-hmm. and also in his way, uh, making sure that he's not just looking for healing salves, uh, but other things that are going to aid us. Pycelle is on the small council as well, but without saying as much, uh, I'm hoping to infer that. He knows why we're doing this, and I know that he knows, and I just want to go, you know, we can maester to maester to look out for each other. And please, can you put in a good word with the with, with the Citadel and send me home? All right. Well, before any of this is discussed, you hear a faint knocking, uh, like, kind of like that. Uh, and then when he, and then obviously when he knocks on the door, it stops. There's shambling. Um he approaches the door, opens it a crack, sees it's Kalo, and recognizes his maester's chains, uh, and says, oh, just a moment. And he closes the door again mm-hmm. for about 30 seconds, and then walks out again with the door just open enough so that you would not be able to see what's inside. And smooths out his maester's cloak and uh, says, follow me and you guys walk down the stairs it, it seems that he knows exactly why you're there excellent and i guess i just am not i'm going to act in denial about what i think was in that room yes yes you are that's probably better for your health <laughs> okay so and i get they walk down to the maester's stores um careful to uh avoid their room with all that wildfire and they uh he gives you most of the I mean, medical things that you would require but pauses before giving you the po- the poisons it looks like he's gonna get need a little more convincing so how do i roll here for persuasion because i do have convince one b okay and i have um, a three on persuasion me... and i do want to persuade Pysel, can you can trust me as a maester i've spent years le- uh, training in the citadel i know what these are and i know that in the wrong hands they can be deadly, but in the right hands they can save lives. And uh, I want to make sure that these tools are being used for the realm. What uh, what kind of traits? Oh, hold on, you're a maester, right? Hold on, I'm let me a maester. I have um, knowledge, focus on heraldry and history and legends, and master of ravens. Uh, those are kind of my only qualities. And my specialties are: I have persuasion and convince as a specialty. Oh, convince. Okay, that's good. Um, and also, I have, have like, I, have? as evidence for that convincing, I'm also trained in treating ailments and injury. Uh, under my healing, I do have additional specialties on both ailment and injury. 
separately. So roll me a, I'm, I'm a knowledgeable uh, roll me your persuasion. I'm a knowledgeable plus the bonus you have for confidence and what else was it? Uh, um, 1B. Okay, so, so it'll be 46, right? Yeah, he rolls yeah. 46 and he picks the three best and then right. he adds it all together. Okay, do it and I'll uh, I'll make sure that I get because Kaisal would probably be like a um, a challenge or whatever. Okay, well okay, so uh, I rolled so a six, a three, rolled, and a two. So yeah, I so dropped basically the lowest you take two. your your three best dice out of this because that's your actual skill, and the bonus die is just a whatever you toss it away. So I ha- I then rolled an eleven. Uh, okay. And trying to also convince my that is good because you needed a nine, so that's fine. So Paisel kind of nods uh, frustratedly because he was in the middle of whatever he was in the middle of um, and gives you a vial of clear liquid that you would automatically recognize as Tears of Lease because Tears of Lease is odorless, colorless, and um and <laughs> shut up and <laughs> it's iocane powder yeah exactly I'm it's sorry. iocane powder in liquid form <laughs> and uh hmm. and you said he also gave me some other stuff i got like milk yeah, and poppy just, and, let's just say like milk and poppy like all the medical stuff that you need and then tears of lease and maybe another couple poisons that would be that would come in handy okay and he just kind of i can expect them on the boat and i can find exactly what i got I'm not exactly, exactly. going to push my luck with the Grand Maester of the Red Keep. He uh, he kind of ushers you away. How after. many other bottles <laughs> say, that I can inspect later? Huh? How many other like little vials of bottles can I can expect later? Uh, like we don't have to. I don't want to. I don't want to take up any more time identifying them. I just want to write down like a number. So oh, just say like. say there were. I mean, there was you know four that you recognized and four that you didn't. Right off the top of your head. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right, so after that, um, you're escorted out by the King's Guard, who is waiting at the door, because Pycelle is a trusted member of the council, so it's not like he needs, you know, someone at his side all the time. Uh, you're ushered out to the gate of the Red Keep, and so now soon you there's, are alone. There's no time for a go? raven to return. <laughs> I, just, oh, I, I seriously do want to send a raven to the Citadel going, please, there's got to be another task for me to do. <laughs> Anything but I don't like boats. I like gardens <laughs> I and I like wine and I like books. And can't you send me to like there High Garden? Plenty of wine and books on the. Boat. I mean, isn't Renly looking for a, a new maester right now? Like I'll work for the king's brother rather than for the king. Uh, like there must be a better place suited to my particular skills. I send off to push up to I want to write on a little piece of parchment and put on a raven and send it off to Old Town. Get lost, dork, and they put it out. (laughs) Pretty much. Okay, well, then is there a place for me to send ravens in King's Um, Landing? You know what? I'm going to say yes. You can. I don't know if you would be able to do it at the Sept or not. Um, I hate churches. Well,. Too bad. Uh, Because I'm going to say that's the only place I can do it. (laughs) Yeah, there's not exactly any colleges that are mentioned in King's Landing. No, there's not. Oh, those idiots. Okay. I know. Uh, Well, I'll say that you knew where Anders and Adric were going. I mean, I have go there if you wanted. But then again, like I said, you've got a couple hours. If you guys don't need all that time, you can go right to the um, the thing. I'm absolutely sending that message then before. Well, we still have those few hours. Okay. 
I'll let everyone else know. Hey, Bernard, want to start a bar fight while we're waiting? Oh, sure. Thanks. <gasps> Don't even need to roll it out. Okay. The, the outcome is Roll to hate Saxon. That's true. That's very true. We'll find somebody with, uh, we'll find, since we're Dornish, we'll find somebody that is uh, wearing the colors of a house born to the Reach. Or the Lannisters. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lannisters. Lannisters. Well, Lannisters. Just antagonize some Lannisters. We're, we're going to a Lannister-friendly bar on Unification <laughs> Day. Oh, my yes. God. About to say, if you're going to go fight someone for the Reach, you know but, I smell like uh, flowers, right? Yeah. Oh um, I smell now, prettier. We don't even really need to roll it. I okay. can guarantee you against regular people in a bar, Bernard and I will win. Yeah, especially since you're wearing But should meal. they have to maybe roll to grow the attention of the gold cloaks? That's true, or avoid it. Like, or it's not run, a matter of, are like, they going to win the fight, but is it going to get out of hand? Yeah, and if it gets out of hand, you would have to roll to uh, of evade the gold cloak. Which is a whole nother roll. I had to look at that. So, what, what do you want to do then? Do you want to incite this riot? Riot? We just want to have a couple <laughs> drinks and then hit somebody. <laughs> Oh yeah, two yeah, we'll, Dornish we'll foreigners start. walk into a Lannister-friendly bar. This this is gonna end. Well. Come you day. Basically, we'll for somebody to insult the uh, to insult Dorn, and then we'll use it as an excuse to knock some the frick out. Yeah, just there you walk go. in, just walk in, call someone a cunt, and there you go. Yeah. That's the language they use. Can I expect you guys to be walking out with like a a shit ton of uh, dents and maybe a black eye or? Um, Sure. Though I will note I have a base combat defense of 14. Oh, so okay. your average person can't even hit me. That's that's fair. Jesus. I, okay, then. Yeah, I got a lot of armor and a lot of fighting, so... I, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> We're not looking to kill anybody. No, just a, just a playful fight amongst friends. Yeah, playful, that's it. That's yeah. a good word. I, I'm sure that we have some money that we've been given, like, cash for expenses, so if we have to hit some idiot with a chair and then pay the barkeep for the chair, then that should settle things pretty well. I mean, if we make an example of the first idiot to stand wait, up... Wait, wait, wait. A Lannister mean, always pays his debts, right? Yes. yes. So we hit them with a coin in our hand, drop the coin on their unconscious body, and say, you owe us now. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to say Put that it on their you tab. guys creating that bar fight has drawn a single gold cloak's attention. That's tough, but fair. And your option as he walks to you uh, and blocks your exit is, perhaps I didn't see anything. Perhaps I can just uh, walk away and um, this never happened. And you kind of get the gist that he wants some, you know. I'm going to look to Andrews on this one. He's the boss. Oh, does he look like he absolutely wants a bribe or would I be able to? He does. He's kind of touching his hand. Yeah, sure. I'll take out a couple of coins and just drop them in his hand. (laughs) You're lucky that I'm... uh that I'm feeling generous today. Usually my bribes are about twice this much. Be on your way. You can take the rest from that idiot. Point <laughs> 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 back at the one that Adric <laughs> I, oh, I think man. I gave him more than he deserved for that hit. His <laughs> skull was not as thick as I thought it was. <laughs> the gold cloak steps aside and walks away. Well, you collected interest. 
Ah, yes, yes. And you know, they say a Lannister always pays his debts, and I thinking I am thinking now that maybe he is in debt to me. But that is a matter for another day. No, you used iron on him, and like the Iron Bank of Bravos, you you, you got the interest on the hit. Well, yeah. Uh, uh. Are we <laughs> conflating banking with brawling? You know, though, they, they, you know what they say about the Bravosi. What? The 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 banking is like brawling because you know the the water dancers and the and the fighting in the streets. You know what it is. It's a chaotic city. They say. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's still not a common saying. You, you said, uh, you know what they say about the Bravosi, but you, you, oh, whatever. I ship you guys so hard. <laughs> the Dorn is always. I love it. They are a little more uh, Lucy Kirsten and Dorn. Okay, so uh, yeah, so I guess are we all heading if back. Everything's cool. You're gonna head to the docks. Yeah. yeah. What are we, are we, are we okay. leaving at night? Are we leaving in the morning? You are leaving at night. Of course. Uh, so are we bringing it's just all of our the... gear with us, or has it already been brought to the ship? You are, um, for the most part. I mean, you're not bringing a lot with you. Uh, you would be bringing it with you though. So like, like you would have it slung over your back or whatever. Oh, okay. So we're basically walking around King's Landing carrying our saddlebags and our gear with us. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Our so, horses coming with us. Uh, you will be provided with horses when you get there, is what Varys has told you. Ugh. Yeah. I do not get along well with not with animals which are not from Dorne. Sand steeds are reliable. You cannot trust other horses. They look at you sideways. Lee, you're, you're going to go with that? <laughs> what I'm going to look at these two and think, oh my god. My required flaw on my sheet is animal handling. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, <laughs> you better get used to running then, man. Well, then if you have horses. If you have that problem with beasts, then maybe you should get a better class of girl. Like this one. Oh. oh. Well, you, you know the agreement, Anders. You get the better class of girl. That ensures that you are wealthy, and when you are wealthy, I will be less wealthy, but still wealthy. Well, we're all clearly certainly prepared to go work on the king's business for the betterment of the realm. I'm sure the black eye will help us spot out our marks. Oh, yeah. what? And identify us in a crowd. We're off to a good start. We're all going to die. Excellent. I've been sent on a mission of suicide. Well, we're you know, we were in the in. Trident and we have not died yet. We're trying to blend in. And what is uh, Dornish mercenaries in the free cities? That's, there are many of them over there. We will blend in fine. Well, you Maester should, of the Citadel. You should blend in better below deck for the night. We should be leaving soon. <laughs> oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> Upon I don't arrival. think he likes us. I do not think that he likes us at all either. But you know what? He is a maester. And you know what I've always found about maesters? He says, away from the maester. You cannot trust men who are so far into their letters. They know secret things. Maesters especially. You cannot trust a man who knows that many secrets. They are not good for the brain. Uh, how okay. far is he talking from me? And can I roll that over here for that? Y yes, it would have to be... Um, would it be cunning? Or awareness. It might be awareness. Okay. I think that's what awareness is for. Uh, yeah, I was really hoping it would be cunning. Alright, fine then. Uh... That's uh, if it's only a two, then. If it's a two, it's only yeah, two. Yeah, and yeah. 
Oh, I only yeah, no, four. No, sorry. You hear? <laughs> no, I actually. I'm too busy writing a letter onto parchment and 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 looking for any captain of a boat that has a raven roost that I can pay off to send a message before the ship leaves. Fair enough. All right. Well, it's dusk, and um, we. You are just a. Uh, upon arriving at the dock. The captain of the Grey Wren, a grizzled old man with dark, weathered skin, hardly re- uh, acknowledges your presence and vaguely gestures to the cargo hold where you will be placing your things and mostly staying. He also mentions that they will leave in immediately, as soon as you get on the boat, that is. As soon as you are on the ship, the crew will begin cast-off procedures. It is a roughly a three-day boat ride across the narrow sea. What do you want to do? Document everything. <laughs> I head below and I got my writing kit and I start writing the journal that will be the story of these of this group. Okay. I'm going to enjoy my time on the deck, get me some sun and uh, just kind of enjoy the ride. Sun at dusk. <laughs> well, I'm going to enjoy right. the stars then. Enjoy the Fair stars. Fair enough. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, um I think Adric's probably just going to get some shut eye. Um the uh well he'll wait until Anders goes to bed and then he'll bed down near Anders in an obviously kind of guard position. Or oh, you're gonna be the small spoon. I said <laughs> you, you know what? What, we, what happens Sorry. in Dorn stays in Dorn, they say, even when it does not happen in Dorn. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so some info about the crew. Uh the ship contains about uh, 20 crewmates, uh, some Pentashis, Westerosi, and a mismatch of other people all across the Seven Kingdoms. Um, the cargo hold, as you were walking in, you can see that it uh, it contains a lot of interesting-looking crates, um, barrels and chests of all kinds, um, hailing from everywhere and even places you might not have even heard of, except maybe Kalo might have you know, seen uh, the kind of craftsmanship before. Um, but if you want to look around, there might be something of value um, because this ship is uh, is teeming with, uh, with mystery. So uh, if you guys wanted to wait till morning to do that, you can. If you want to... You know. Yeah, we're all just kind of settling into this boat thing. Three days yeah. on the sea. It's not much immediate that we would think there's anything to do. I'm gonna mm-hmm. try and not throw up. And uh, you know, <laughs> re- I, I've been reading a lot on you know boatmanship, and and <laughs> I want to just you know not get in people's way and and get back on land where I can be useful again. I love this character. I Justin, do too. I, I love your. I character have all these so st- much like right you know they say if you stand. With your knees bent just so in the middle of the ship and ride with the waves, you won't. And then I start to throw up again. <laughs> over the side of the ship. Not even over the side of the ship, like just, on a cruise. Just right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Adric walks over, does it. He's like, you know, this is actually... I can understand why, they, uh, why the Bravosi call themselves water dancers now. This is a very... Yes, I can move with this. <laughs> okay, well... Start. I'm looking at the group of them. I'm just going to say you're all so very... <laughs> Uh, well, since since it has been roughly an hour, why don't we call the episode there? Everyone goes to sleep. Uh, well, it has roughly been forty minutes. Oh, we still have a little bit of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I got yeah. ideas. So. Hey, Bravos. 
or we get attacked by pirates. Yeah, we still have 15 not minutes. Not quite yet. So you definitely ninjas. got enough time to set us not up. Not quite yet. Italian ninjas. <laughs> okay, well, can I safely assume that everyone has gone to bed at this point then? Yes. Okay. I so am, I am specifically, however, just kind of keeping an ear out. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm like the right, I'm Ander's right hand. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I do kind of have to, you know, sleep lightly. Okay, well, in that case, you two are adorable. Adric. I just want to say, I would never be, you know, say this out loud in the reach, but I've always been supportive of, of uh, uh, squires like you that are so attentive to their, you know, to their partners. It's really Squire, eh? It's really quite beautiful. And he, the, this very obviously like wiry, combat scarred guy gets up and looks at the maester. Squire, eh? Well, there are definitely histories and records of squires serving their knights into middle age. It's not unheard of. Spits. Um, it's more heard to, of uh, than the relationship knighted, the two of you are clearly king, exhibiting. Right? By the, yeah, by the current king in Okay, so I would have actually been knighted by Eris Targaryen then, yes. wouldn't I have? Yeah. Uh, you can I, be knighted by anybody, any knight, I think. And I was made a maester during the War of the Ten Penny Kings. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, what I said was clearly not. It was meant as a as a gesture of. Uh, of uh, <sighs> you two are adorable together. He said exasperated. Yeah, so alone. He, he they think that's common there, don't you know? What goes on he, in high garden? Just looking daggers. The base research something. He's like, I was just joking. I was just joking. Um, Adric slaps a hand onto uh, Kalo's shoulder and laughs. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, you were just, you were just being, a, you were just being Dornish. Of course, I throw up again. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> in the middle of all of this, uh, since they're kind of half asleep and half awake, you see uh, a person of ambiguous gender. You're not really sure um, what they seem to be they're wearing a very dark red cloak and holding a small torch and they don't say anything for the longest time they simply or they've been a part of the crew you. the whole time they uh they just walked in very quietly oh i thought the, the ship had taken the off bay. say what has have we left dock yeah well yeah because uh, you guys said you were all asleep yeah Oh. <laughs> we, were, we were bedding down, and then apparently we got into this weird argument. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, someone else has boarded the ship then. There, well, they were always on board. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I yeah. was trying to. Ask. So they they walked down into the cargo bay when you guys were talking, and apparently throwing up. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not gonna get seasick unless we're, not we're all actually that used at to being on ships. So I'm not gonna get seasick unless we're actually at sea, them. right? You're going to what? I'm not getting seasick unless we're actually at sea, right? I thought we were already well, at sea. They, that's the thing is they said they were immediately going to cast off. So as soon as you guys got on the ship, they cast it off. And yeah. they're already, like, they're on their way now. Oh, yeah. So, yes, you would have gotten seasick immediately. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So, yeah. So there's this uh, person standing there with a hood over their face. Uh and a, a small torch in their right hand. What are you gonna do? I guess I'm. Anything. I guess I'm gonna stir and say it's not wise to hide your face around us. We're not, not even face. our boat. We're just guests yep. here. Um, 
Would um would Anders and Adric have seen uh Tholos of Mur um in any of the tournaments? Mm, you mean well, Beric Dondarrion or Thoros? Thoros. Or I guess both. Uh, the red, Th- the Thoros, because he he's a red priest. That's true. He was he is a red priest. Uh, he just act like one. Um, yeah. yeah, You know what? Yeah, I'll say yeah. Okay, so would we recognize this person as as kind of dressing like Thoros? They would recognize the cloaks. Yeah. Cloak but I probably wouldn't, though, right? Um, probably not. Um, just because you're a bastard and you don't know much about that kind of stuff. I yep. mean, you might, but you know. Fair enough. Okay. Um, uh, he, um, Adric, uh, kind of elbows Anders. Hey, hey, is that the one of those red priests? My two knowledge focuses are specifically on heraldry and history and legends. Would either mm-hmm. of those cross over into? I, I would say legends as a as like as it pertains to Westerosi legends would include the Lord of Light. So you can roll for that if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna okay. roll. So if it looks like a red, what does uh, what does two be? Does mm. that mean I'm adding two more dice? But I'm taking yes, yes, two more dice. And I'm taking and if, uh, my knowledge is four. Am I just then taking the four highest? Uh, okay. Three highest. I think it's yeah. I'm pretty sure. Wait, is it? Well, when yeah, I rolled you the persuasion, roll all it your was, dice and you only take the the, the top the three, three results. Guys. Okay, right. Well, that was the case with persuasion, which had a rating of three, and now I have a rating of four and two B. It's still just three dice, eh? No, you roll six roll dice, six. and yeah. you're taking your top four. Basically, if you ever have two B, it just means you add two extra dice, but the maximum number of dice that you're adding together is equal to the ability itself. Got it. That makes more sense. So you roll six, keep four. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm, those are some good ones I'm keeping. Wow, uh, that is. Oh, okay. God damn. Six, so, five, 19. Sip. Uh, yeah, uh, 10, 17. Six. 17? Oh, right, because four. True. Okay, uh, yeah, so you recognize... Wait, no, 19. It's yes, 19. you're right. It is Sorry. 19. No, it's okay. 10 you plus six plus three. this person as uh, a servant on Valor or um, a red priest. I, um, I'm, I mean, I make a mental note of it. I yep. thankfully have a very good memory. Um but I have no interest in interacting with okay. a red priest. That's fine, because they're going to interact with you guys. Oh, fuck. Are okay. This could the, be a red priest. I don't know. The only red priest I know is drunk and usually carrying a flaming sword. <laughs> it's a, it's and a good, constantly resurrecting people. It's a good bit to watch. We don't know about the resurrection part. True. Very true. No, we, oh, we don't even know, as like... At this point, I'm just talking as a narrator. <laughs> every single thing um, is only legend and old wives' tales. Uh, nothing has happened in the world that remotely resembles anything of the supernatural. Uh, if we were still just before when King Robert is still king, so it's true. No but, one has seen uh, anyone come did back. No one has seen dragons. It's mentioned in the hands turny uh, with the flaming truck. sword. Yeah, it's, it's not a magical flaming sword. That's, he literally dips it in accelerant and then sets it on fire. That is still <laughs> yeah. the most magical thing. He mentions thing. at one point how it just destroys the sword. Like it he goes destroys the like that dozens is, of exactly, and yeah, that is still yet the most magical thing you have ever seen. So, <laughs> still amazing. These okay. these people are crackpots. They're always talking about fire and lords and servants, and uh, they're they. I mean, they're they're. Uh, heretics, of course, they don't follow the seven. Um, not that a man of science gives a crap who people follow in gods, but it's just they, these are these people make the seven look reasonable. 
in terms of their logic skills. Um, the red priests tend to be eccentric, and I use that as an insult. And this one well, seems like well, it's no exception. Yes, Thoros of Murph likes with the flaming sword. You have to be insane to do that. So or are just you going to have absolutely no understanding of the basic concept of metallurgy? Hail, travelers. Daughter of Sand, might I show you something? And the red priest looks right at Kryn and uh, gestures for her to come forward. All right, I'm going to get up very cautiously. I'm not ha- I don't have any weapons on because it doesn't make any sense I've been sleeping, so I guess I'll just get up and walk over. You don't carry a weapon around with you the moment you get up from your bedroll? <laughs> your mother... I have a weapon. Your mother, Nymia, she is a merchant in Sunspear, is she not? Yeah. I pray you, observe. Look into the fire. And she holds up the, uh, the torch that she is um, holding in one hand, and then she looks at the rest of them. The oh, Lord yeah. of Light would show you all something. I'm what are you going to do? Okay. What about you guys? Uh, he, he's looking at Andrews. He's, he's just kind of like... It, it's that look that he, he gives. It's like, I'm not drunk enough for this. <laughs> uh, Anders will pull out a wineskin, take a big gulp, and then pass it over to Aldrin. <laughs> yes, Aldrin <laughs> takes, takes a sip and passes it back. <laughs> Another shot, passes it back. <laughs> uh, after this goes back and forth a couple times, he's like, okay, okay, I am, I am drunk enough for this now. Proceed. Well, I mean, I, I remain a skeptic, but everyone, you know, you're an opportunity to interact with something not often seen in the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, I mean, it will be at least something to write about. All right, gazing into the fire will conjure up visions of the four of you being ripped apart and disemboweled by a Dothraki horde. You would even be able to smell the blood and shit and horse trampled earth. What do you do? Why would you show a person an image like that? What 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 what, what, what would even be the point? Oh no, I try to calm you down. It's just random images showing up in the flame. The, the, the human mind can make patterns out of anything. Like though you are all clouds. seeing the same image, and of course we're all seeing the same it. image. We're heading to Essos. Like <laughs> we're all afraid of the same thing happening to us. What what do you think is going to happen? We're just going to go there and drink bad wine. I'm gonna look at the I red mean, priest. The, 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 the option had had been considered. Yes. I'm but, gonna look at the red priest and say this can't be true. One person sees something, and the rest of them will see the same thing. It's just pattern recognition. Anders looks at the bottle of wine, uh, the skin of wine that he had, uh, puts the cork in it, and kind of throws it in the corner because it's obviously <laughs> something wrong with it. <laughs> the red the wine. <laughs> the red priest looks pointedly at Kalo as if to try and uh, wordlessly explain to him that what he saw was not anything but what is going to come to pass and says this will all come to pass if you do not do if you do do what you are sent to do by the master of whispers if however you choose to come with me to Mir when we talk you can all avoid such a tragic death and now uh, the fire explodes, not explodes, but gets very big for a moment, turns blue, and then goes almost all the way out. 
So you wait. Oh, oh, that's very, very, very right. You were saying that if we do do what we what what we what we do do, then we die. But if we don't do what we what we do do, that he he just cocks his head, and stares off into the middle distance for a moment. We haven't left the <laughs> King's Landing for more than five minutes, and we're already being encouraged to betray the realm, become traitors to our king, and suffer the wrath of. Whoever would be sent after us for turning on our very duty. No, I want to head back to the Citadel, so we're going to do our mission and stay true to our country. Uh, why would we follow a foreigner? Uh, this is, this is, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. I want to look at the Red Priest and go, how did you know, how did you know about me? No one knows who I am here. The Lord of Lights knows many things and shares that with me. I'm going to look at the group and go, I have no interest in being torn apart by a savage. It, uh, isn't Mir? My mother. I do not presume to be simple-minded. I know what you all are. There will be gold waiting for you, should I arrive safely in Mir. And they take out a small satchel and... Uh, they toss it to Kalo. Inside, Kalo will find a lot of gold that he should be sharing with everyone else because they can probably hear the jingling. Uh, enough for, you know, a lot of nice trips to the brothel or like a couple hot meals for each of them. So that's the promise that she's, uh, that they are um, you know, offering is just get her, get them safely to Mir and there's gold for them. Okay, so I'd like to take the three of them aside, away from her and away from okay. her listening. This is the maester's job, is to offer advice and counsel. But ultimately, I'm not leaving anyone's side because my job is also to, you know, babysit you. Uh, yeah. This. How far away is Mer? Far enough. We have been given. <laughs> FYI, it's it's only about a couple days walk from uh, from where they're. Uh, well, no, probably about a week's walk. Yeah, we from where they dock. We have our mission and our orders given by the small council directly that speak on behalf of King Robert himself. This is not to be taken lightly. Diverting from that, they've already sent assassins to one person, and we're them, by the way. What do you but think it, they'll send after us if we betray them so soon into our journey? Maester. We haven't even been a day from shore. Maester, every, the, the spider said that everyone who has so far gone on this mission has failed. Others have been sent. And no, he says they vanished. They probably because they all went to Mir. Hmm. In any case, they might have gone to Pentos. They might have failed in the mission and vanished. No, it would actually be a very good defense if you had a spy to learn whenever someone was coming to kill you, and you had another spy to divert those killers to somewhere else where they could be killed. Whatever the three of you decide, we should be very careful. I think we have found mm. ourselves trapped in a very dangerous web. I do and not trust foreign priests. I think that is the absolute perfect time to end this episode on a cliffhanger. <laughs> what will we do next? <laughs> Tune in next time on the adventures of the Terrible Warriors. Wow. Uh, well, 
Yeah, hell. Anyway, that's me. I, I'm kind of having to now come out of old man guidance mode. <laughs> I need some aftercare. Oh, man, yeah. Oof, oh, oh, my God. My, my Dornish sounds is dangerously it's, close no, to Russian it's, at it's, times. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'm just trying to channel Inigo Montoya. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say that like 20 minutes ago. I was like, holy fuck. My name is Inigo Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. My end, my name is Edward Stan. You, Tan, you killed my father. Prepare to die. Anyway, we'll be back in two weeks with the next episode of A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, what will in we do? Meantime, will we will we follow the red priestess to certain doom, or will we continue to pentos to certain doom, or will we do our own thing for certain doom? Certainly, we are all doomed. Uh, for the terrible warriors here, we've had our GM now running the game for the very first time. Tiffany Fonsolo Compton. And I'm Justin Eacock here in the Toronto studio with my uh, other fellow <coughs> warriors. I'm Derek Bart from Chasing the Muse out here in Edmonton. I'm Bernard D out here in Oshawa. Mike the Birdman Dodd out here in Guelph. And we'll see you next time. Uh, why I shouldn't sue it, it's oh. my voice. Oh, damn it. Take it away, Justin. <laughs> A song of ice and fire, blood and gold will return in two weeks' time. And of course, there are new episodes of The Terrible Warriors out every Tuesday and Thursday. And our premiere episodes of Year 5 are all out in the wild now. When you return on Tuesday, it's Episode 2 of Sailor Moon Thunderheart. Our Sailor Scouts have teamed up with a common rider, and they're trying to stop the Saiyans from teaming up with Queen Beryl to take over the world? Oh, it sounds like it's time to go to the mall in order to get the powers they need. They'll have to solve the trial of love in the second episode of Sailor Moon. And next Thursday, alternating with Song of Ice and Fire, Derek the Bard and his Edmonton crew are ready for part two of Blades in the Dark. They form their gang, the gang's called the Gulls. They work out of Duskvol, and now it's time to plan their heist. Because you can't be a gang if you don't have any money. So far, everything's going according to plan. But, of course, that's because they don't have a plan. And I'm sure once they do, it all will go off the rails on Thursday. And alternating on Tuesdays with Sailor Moon Thunderheart, Justin Eacock is playing Star Trek Adventures. His Starfleet officers have finally chosen what ship they've got, and they've got their briefing to explore the Shackleton Expanse. There's mysteries to be had, conspiracies to be unraveled, and is that a distress call coming from a nearby Klingon vessel? Warp speed! The schedule for our games after October are now posted at TerribleWarriors.com. Among those games was one that our Patreon supporters chose in a poll. We're going to be playing 7th C. We've also got a Star Wars game ready in the future, and I think there's a Unknown Armies and a Kagagami High, the one we recorded live on Discord just last weekend. Oh, speaking of Discord, we have a Discord channel now. Also at TerribleWarriors.com, if you scroll to the bottom of the page, you can see a Connect button. Join us on Discord. Anyone can join us on Discord. Patreon supporters get a few extra roles, including being able to listen in on our live recordings when we're able to connect our microphones to the internet. Follow us on Twitter at DiceWarriors, where you can know what's going on before anyone else. And that fan submission page is back up at TerribleWarriors.com. Feedback at TerribleWarriors.com is where you want to email me your play reports, your videos, your fan art, Text, audio, video. I don't care. It's all going to go up there. If you want to make it, we're going to post it. And hey, thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for sharing it and liking it. 
Thanks for telling other people and leaving reviews for people to find. Thanks for telling publishers you bought a game because you heard it here on that show. I know you know that that's real good for us. And it's real good for you too. This show continues to grow and we continue to entertain you. And to date, Terrible Warriors singing your song of ice and fire. Birdman Mike Dodd, Derek the Bard, Bernard Dawson, Justin Eacock, and Tiff Compton. And we'll see you back in two weeks' time for part two of Blood and Gold, right here on the Terrible Warriors.